Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Josie Dumont podcast, your new weekly go-to source for insights on navigating personal leadership, breaking barriers, and leading your life authentically. Join me, Josie Dumont, certified leadership and mindset coach, author, cat mom extraordinaire, plant-based bodybuilder, and most importantly, your guide on the show. We chat every Monday so you can start your new week with a blast and nip the Monday blues in the peach. In this podcast, you will get expert advice and engage in real, raw conversations, not only with me, but also other incredibly inspiring people who share their highly valuable insights to equip you with a personal toolkit to level up your life. One word of caution though, this part isn't just about listening, it's about empowering you to take radical responsibility and action. So tune in and take charge. Hi, hello everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Josie Dumont podcast. I am stoked to be here with you today and get chatting about all things imposter syndrome. I wanted to talk about this because not only does it seem to be a rather present topic in the entrepreneurial space, but also many female leaders can literally sing a song about it. And I have absolutely yet to meet a woman who would say, no, I, I know I don't have it. Um, but I also feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding out there about imposter syndrome and what especially grinds my gears is that it often is being used as an excuse not to go after your goals or apply for that job that you want or even just starting a new hobby. Because very often like someone would say, yeah, no, that's too scary. I can't do that because I have huge imposter syndrome. So before we dive in deeper, let me tell you this. Having imposter syndrome does not mean you cannot do something. Like you're not a victim to it. What it does mean is that you have a set of beliefs and behavior patterns that make you feel incapable, which is totally changeable. And we will change that today. So in today's episode, we dive into exactly what imposter syndrome is. And we will also explore three steps that you can and should rinse and repeat to overcome it. And of course, a very specific action steps that I will definitely share with you to just invite you to take first step at claiming back your power, not to be a victim anymore to the imposter syndrome. Right. So what actually is imposter syndrome? So imposter syndrome can be described as a fear of being called out as a fraud, as those who have it really struggle to own their successes and believe they're actually good at what they do and believe they actually accomplish something because they're good at what they do. It's kind of like a form of self-doubt that can even cause anxiety and depression and can also lead to burnout. And there was some research by Clance and Imes in 1978 that shed some light on the core aspects of imposter syndrome. And it really highlighted that individuals who are experiencing this phenomenon often attribute their success to luck or external factors rather than acknowledging actually their own competence and skills, like internal factors, right? And this fear of like being found out as an imposter can then lead to anxiety, depression, and as I said, even burnout. So whilst everyone also can have imposter syndrome, irregardless of their gender, it tends to have a special impact on women. Not surprisingly, this is due to social tool like expectations and outdated gender roles, but we already have come far. We have to acknowledge that, but also still have a very long way and path in front of us. And no matter the gender, though, in a nutshell, it's basically a collection of different behavior patterns that include, for example, setting unattainable standards, 
never feeling capable enough, consistent self-doubt, high self-criticism, not being able to accept compliments. So when someone's saying you're doing something well, you tend to more like downplay yourself and you really have a tough time to internalize that success and put it more down to external factors like having supportive colleagues or having other like supporters in your area or maybe even luck and really also to have then a tendency to overwork yourself because you want to improve your worthiness. And also I personally have quite a long history, I would say with imposter syndrome, especially when working in finance at my old corporate job, because I never felt good or smart enough actually for the positions I held because I took a completely different route than everyone else. And I was constantly like fearing someone would say, all I do is like bullshitting and therefore doubling my work down to prove that I actually am worthy and good enough and really overworking myself, like taking on all those extra projects and extra work to really be like, no, no, I got this. I can do this. And what that led to, you already know, like obviously burnout. And still nowadays as a business owner, I do sometimes struggle with it and have to actively like work through it in the same way that I will share with you today as well. Especially when we like start something, we like start something new. We often expect that we already need to know everything. Like we just started it, but we already need to be an expert on it. And we literally don't give ourselves the grace and time of being a beginner and rather force ourselves to be the best and push harder, which one doesn't sound very fun, does it? And two, it's exhausting. But luckily, as imposter syndrome is basically a collection of different behavior patterns fueled by limiting beliefs, this also means we have the power to break out of it and we are not just a victim to it. And we can actually change how we lead ourselves and in our life and at work, despite having imposter syndrome, like it does not define us. And as with the change of any behavior pattern, this is not something that can be like fixed overnight. There's not just like a wonder pull out there that you can implement, then it's totally gone. It always comes back to the continuous like practice of shifting your belief and behavior system over time again and again and again. And experiencing setbacks along the way is actually totally normal and to be expected. The key is really to rinse and repeat the following steps that I will share with you. And I do want to point out that this is not like a one size fits all process, but it will give you a good starting point to work on overcoming imposter syndrome and no longer playing a victim to it. So step one, increase your awareness of when your imposter syndrome kicks in. What that means is become extra aware, like put on your glasses, take out your, how's it called, like your magnifying glass and become extra aware of when you are experiencing fear of being called out or feeling not good enough or valuable enough. And the more awareness you have of your specific behavior patterns and your thoughts and your beliefs and your habits or routines that lead to those feelings of inadequacy, the easier it will be to know what you want to change. Like self-awareness truly is always the first step to improvement. In addition to knowing when and how it happens, it's valuable to know what exactly it feels like in your body. Over time, thanks to like social conditioning, we unlearned how to like properly describe specific emotions. And there are many more feelings that you can actually experience than just, oh, I feel good. Oh, I feel bad. Like for example, you might feel anxious, you might feel dreadful, you might be grieving, you might feel blissful, expansive, or joyful. 
So I do want to share some tips with you on how to practice this awareness. And you can do this, for example, preemptively before a specific event, when you know the imposter saboteur might pop up. You might do it during the event when you catch yourself or after the event and when you're like reflecting on your day. Really go inward and check in. How were you feeling in that moment when it came up? What thoughts came up for you? What were you experiencing in your body? Like what was going on? And really create that awareness and knowledge of what is happening in that moment. I would also invite you to really name the emotions you have experienced in the event. And if you can, note down the exact thoughts you had. Like, for example, that could be, I shouldn't be this successful. I don't know shit. Note that down. Or it could also be, oh, I'm not good enough. Or they, they will find out, like, how dare me that I have this position. I don't deserve this, whatever it is. Then the next step is, so step two, release these thoughts to start breaking through the behavior patterns. Before we just dive into doing things differently, we got to get to the root cause of it. So you can kind of like think about it. You go into a garden and you pluck the leaves of a plant because you don't like it, or pluck the leaves of a weed because you don't like it, you don't want it. The weed might be gone, but because you didn't get rid of the root, it just grows again and comes back. So what we got to do with these limiting beliefs is to go to the root and uproot them, which Again, it's not an overnight practice. It's more like consistent practice that you try out every day because you can also see it as a highway in your brain. The old belief patterns, the old thoughts, they come up automatically because you trained them for years and years and years, like so well. And your brain is like, yep, I know that route. I'm going down that way. I, I know when to, where I need to go when this happens. And this is the thought I should be thinking. Or it could also be your body feels uncomfortable in a certain situation and sends those signals to your brain. Your brain is an automatic like, yes, I associate these feelings with these thoughts. So these thoughts come up. Works both ways. But the problem here is obviously that the more you go down that route, obviously the more automatic it, it was and the more like well-trained your brain is to just go down that route. And as soon as you start like uprooting that and stop going down that route, you kind of like can imagine it as deconstructing that highway that you have previously built and you start constructing a new highway instead with a new, more like supportive belief system. When you then write down those thoughts and beliefs that you have that pop up in the moments of like having that imposter syndrome, really get clear, like, where do they come from? This is the uprooting process. Any limiting beliefs are born in the past and most likely actually in your priming period up to the age of seven. Perhaps your parents always had maybe like high standards on, on you or like they only praise you for work well done or like they punished you when you failed and you really internalized this conditioning. So really ask yourself if all of these thoughts and beliefs are really true. Again, this is the uprooting process. Are they actual facts? And my guess is that they are probably not. So do work your way through on like debunking them. Like, hey, actually, this is not true that I'm not good enough. Actually, I have done my apprenticeship. I have done my studies. I have been working in this role for eight years. Of course, I'm good enough. Of course, I'm qualified. Why would I not be? This is debunking. And I just want to point out as well, like if you do experience some 
rage towards yourself for thinking these thoughts. Remember to be kind to yourself and don't like subconsciously keep on fueling the fire of the self-sabotaging behavior. For that, I would recommend like a mini forgiveness ritual with the Hawaiian Ho'oponopono method. I hope I said that right. Because it helped me specifically to forgive grudges that I held towards myself, but also actually others and to truly release them. And it's a very simple practice that you can try out for yourself. When you found those core memories or those key moments in your life where you know, okay, this is where it's coming from because my parents said this to me, this is, or my guardians, I don't know, like were the living proof to like, you have to work hard and, and you're never good enough or you can't make it or whatever it is. Write that down, debunk those as not true and say, I'm sorry, forgive me, thank you. I love you. And what that does is, so I'm sorry is for like, I'm sorry for that this happened to me or for me. The other part is forgive me for like playing a part in this. Thank you for the lessons. I love you. And when you say that to others, obviously you're like you release some kind of this grudge and this heaviness towards the others. And if you do it towards yourself, you also set yourself free and really give yourself this gift of forgiveness. Do try out the Ho'oponopono uh, method. Do I say that right? I think I said that right. And how you do that, basically, you just repeat that to yourself. You can also write it down as many times as you like. And the key here is really to loosen and eventually break the ties to these limiting beliefs and make room to replace them with empowering ones instead. For example, the belief, I shouldn't be this successful because I don't know shit, may actually become, I am capable and I'm smart and I deserve to be here and what I do and I trust myself. And this is how you then get into the process of recreating your new reality and version of yourself. So yeah, and to take it a step further from shifting the thought pattern, you also need to take proactive action because you know, this podcast is all about taking action. So what I would recommend any listener out there, but also actually private clients of mine, I do like to give them this as a homework if they struggle with perfectionism or imposter syndrome or confidence or whatever it is. Um, I do love to recommend to write a list with a minimum, minimum of five things that you're grateful and proud for achieving, like a list of like accomplishments, just to refuel your confidence and self-belief a little bit, because you already have done so much to back you up. Like you have so many years of experience already. It's not that you just fell out of the blue sky and you're like a newborn baby and everything you do. No, you already have your apprenticeship or whatever it is. You maybe have even studies. You, you have your passion that you were reading about mindset books for years and years on end. And I don't know, really became an expert at the topic, kind of like me, or you have been working in that role actually for eight years already. So those are all things that back you up. Even one year in that job is already really a great deal. There are so many people who are switching jobs like every two years or even sooner. And they still own their shit. Like they, they don't think they don't know enough. They're like, oh, I've done two years in that role. I can move on. And so can you. So um, do not think that one year or whatever is not enough. You still have experience. You still have so many soft skills also to draw upon. Like it could even be coming from a hobby you do. Like maybe you're like good in a team sport and you play football or whatever it is. 
even that can be a soft skill that can help you in business or becoming also a better leader. The other actions that you can include that will help you to break the old patterns, like for example, if you tend to downplay compliments you receive, start practicing to receive them with thanks instead and celebrate them. Or when you find yourself doubting your abilities again, remind yourself of everything you have already accomplished and that you deserve where you are. So switching from the old patterns and behaviors takes time. Again, this is not an overnight fix, but it requires practice and consistency. And I really want to point out, like, I'm not saying that to discourage you, but with this fast changing environment that we live in nowadays, we tend to expect everything to happen extra quickly, but that's just not how it works in reality. So like, think of it this way. You have spent years and years to train your current belief system, as I said before. Your brain runs on autopilot right now and it knows this current structure so, 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 so well. So of course, it will take time to unlearn all of that and to learn a new pattern, to replace it with a new pattern. But you can absolutely do it because you have done it before. Give it a try. Try out these couple of action steps. Other than that, what I would absolutely love for you to do and to try after this episode is to set your intention of how you want to live and be with this new thought and behavior pattern. Decide now whether you keep on giving your power away to the imposter syndrome or whether you start reclaiming it. And then go ahead and create an accomplishment list to collect proof that you are incredibly smart and capable in doing what you do. Because you absolutely And really celebrate your wins. What comes easy to you, what comes naturally to you, celebrate that as well. Learn from setbacks. And most importantly, be kind to yourself because you deserve to be treated uh, well as well. And do repeat those steps of like recognizing, releasing, and recreating whenever you notice the old thought, pat- thought patterns popping up, because they might not ever fully disappear, but that's completely normal. Because as you grow and evolve, so will your, uh, so will your circumstances and your challenges as well. But you have overcome everything so far, so you will also overcome this. And as a quick expert tip as well, you can apply this simple trick. And I love doing that. So whatever like thought of self-doubt comes up, debunk it by reaffirming the opposite of it and remind yourself with proof why the doubtful thought actually isn't true. So that can look like if you think, I'm not good enough, what is the opposite? I am good enough. Or if you think I am not worthy, opposite is I am worthy and replace it. And you can also try that with like first actively like releasing it. So in your mind, just Really envision yourself releasing this old thought pattern. Take a deep breath in and breathe out that old thought pattern and then replace it with a new one. I am good enough. I am worthy. I am capable. I do know my shit. Of course I do. Like I've got so much experience. Like I am good enough at this job. I deserve to be here. I deserve to be in this role. I deserve to run an amazing business. All of the good stuff. So to sum it up, The key points of the episodes I want you to remember are imposter syndrome in a nutshell is a set of trained behaviors and beliefs combined with the fear of being exposed as a fraud of being successful and can often lead to self-doubt, anxiety, and burnout. And common traits include setting unattainable standards for yourself, persistent self-doubt, high self-criticism, or also like having difficulty internalizing success. Again, for example, like Um, really internalizing that you have accomplished something or also taking on compliments of others 
and the three steps to overcome it based on my personal experience as someone who has worked through it for years and my professional experience as a coach with also clients who are experiencing imposter syndrome is to recognize when it pops up, create that awareness and release the old belief system and behavior patterns to recreate your new system in a way that serves you best and makes you a confident leader in yourself. Last but not least, again, this change requires time and consistency. I think you said it a third time, but change requires time and consistency. But don't let that dishearten you and celebrate every single win, no matter how small you may think it is. And that concludes today's episode. I hope this was helpful to you to start claiming back your power from your imposter and really be your own hero again. If you do like, if you did like it, I think Chloe liked it too. So if you if you liked it, leave a review, share your key learning in your stories. And if you have any questions, reach out to me via DM over on Instagram or comment if you're watching the YouTube version. Thank you for joining us on another empowering episode of the Josie Dumont podcast. If you enjoyed today's insights, don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave a review, a small action that truly means the world to us. Also, do stay connected with the community over on any socials like Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube. Pick your favorite. They are all linked in the description box below. Now is your turn to take charge and I see you next week.